0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. Let's talk about being single for a second. Can we please just... We're going to completely keep it real this week, and we're going to talk about everything regarding single life and all that stuff. Because when I went through my divorce, I was single for four years before I really, really got into like another relationship, like a committed relationship. And I remember those years in at in the moment they felt long but now looking back i'm like that was actually like such a short period of time although i would tell people yeah i was single for 4 years and people would look at me and be like oh my god that's so long but i loved it i actually really loved it and i think you just it really is all about perspective so, you know, first off, being alone is not a sentence. You didn't do anything wrong. This isn't life's way of kind of putting you in the corner and placing you alone because that's just what you deserve. You're simply in a phase of life, just like every phase where you have an opportunity to enjoy this phase, do some good stuff in this phase, like like literally enjoy this phase. Don't take it for granted. Now, Everyone has this opportunity, but not every person really will actually do the work. And I think a lot of people just either rush back into relationships because of so many reasons, and we're going to get into all of that stuff, but, or they honestly even just deny any kind of like inner work that needs to be done. Like for me, being single was my time. This was not about anyone else. This was not about, my ex-husband this was not about a new guy this was not about my friends like this was just about me and I definitely am the type of person where when a relationship ends like I need a hot minute like I am not I've never really been the person that kind of jumps from relationship to relationship I always needed a minute to kind of like decompress figure out what's going on figure out where I'm going next and like reassess. And I will say that is definitely something about me that I've always respected, I guess, that I didn't really always jump ship, that I really needed that time to kind of like do some work. Like in some relationships, it was... it was was a lot of work. (laughs) It was a lot of work. And other relationships, it wasn't that much work. It was just more about like self-reflecting and figuring out who I am, where I'm at, and where I want to go. So if you're a newly single and, you know, this is definitely your podcast episode, but I also want to talk to the person who's newly single that's going through legit being dumped, going through emotional abuse, being discarded, being cheated on, Or even someone just like slowly falling out of love with you and now you're dealing with all of this. Because I think when you're single and you wanted to be single, like you're done with that relationship, you called the shots, you broke it off. That is very different than being single and having to like Really, really heal from some stuff that you didn't really ask for. So, abuse, cheating, discarding, betraying, lying like all of that kind of stuff that will linger and leave you with some scars. Let's just be honest here. That's the stuff that, I mean, you got to tend to it and you got to deal with it. And even though it sucks and you didn't ask for it, it's here. And this is your opportunity to either really heal, not just from this relationship, but even like previous stuff, like any type of abandonment issue that I had for my ex-husband, I it was probably already lingering inside of me previously that I just didn't even realize. And I think going through what I went through gave me the opportunity to say, okay, I need to sit and self-reflect for a minute. I need to really think about everything that I've gone through, not just in this relationship, but in life in general and do that have that period to myself where I am really thinking about who the hell am I starting to learn how to accept myself starting to learn how to deal with you know my own mental health my own how I feel about myself how I accept myself like how I talk to myself validating myself all that stuff like everything that I talk about in terms of especially like self-parenting like you guys when I talk about that stuff in videos it it took me like a while to be able to think how do i write this down like how do i talk about and teach someone how to actually take care of themselves like what does this really look like and trying to figure out the step-by-step direction that i can give you guys on how to take care of yourself and not just giving you fluff stuff that you know at the end of the day is not gonna change your life really and so i wanted to figure that out and guess what i wouldn't have known any of that had I not gone through what I went through, had I not been single. And so for me, jumping into another relationship, even though there were plenty of things that I was feeling that were uncomfortable, I just, I honestly just didn't even have the energy. And I know for a lot of people, they either have just a fear of loneliness, really, that, and I think so many people don't realize that they come from this fear of loneliness since and since they're not really aware of it they just immediately jump into another relationship to find some sort of companionship to basically just fill a void i mean that's that's really what they're doing there's no qualityness to that relationship because you haven't done any work on yourself if you haven't done any work on yourself you don't really know who you are you, you know your standards are not probably really where they should be and what they don't realize is They're not even dealing with their fears, their insecurities, their wounds, like all of that stuff that once you deal with that stuff, you become, it's like shedding skin. It's like you just become another version of yourself, like a healthier version of yourself. And that's who we're always aspiring to be. There's always layers that we're shedding. And when you go through a breakup, a divorce, like anything difficult in your life where maybe now you're newly single and you have the opportunity to really get down and dirty and do some some work that you haven't done, please, 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 and actually I don't even need to say that. If you're listening to this, you are not that person. I was going to say take this opportunity to like legit do this work and go deep with it and do some healing and master self-parenting and really work on yourself in that way because – You want to be that next level version of yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that, okay, I'm going to shed this skin. I'm going to go through all this awakening. I'm going to heal. I'm going to feel so good and that nothing's ever going to bother me again. It's like, no, you're still going to be faced with difficulties and things, but you're going to handle them in a different way than you did before. You are just way more ill equipped to take care of yourself in ways that you never did before. And you're Thank you, Annie. (laughs) And you're more equipped to find a better quality relationship because you are a quality, healthy person at at this point, right? You're no longer that like codependent, really insecure person that you were years ago. I mean, when I look back, I thought I was so good. (laughs) Now, like looking back in like my 20s, like I'm 42 now And looking back at my teens, my 20s, even like in my early 30s, thinking I just, all right, I got it together. Like, I know what I'm doing. And I didn't. I really didn't. And, you know, life is such a learning journey that who does? You know, like, I'll probably look back in my 60s and look at my life now and be like, oh, she didn't even understand. Like, you know, but... I don't think I'm going to be that far off, you know, I'm still going to be growing, I'm still going to be learning, but I'm not, there was a huge jump in those years after my divorce that I took emotionally and mentally that, and I honestly really do believe I only experienced that jump personally, I really feel like I experienced that because I was single Because I was left to my own devices, because I had to figure it out on my own. I didn't always have the person to like go to to boost me up. And of course, I had friends and family, but I didn't have that level of companionship to help me start the business, you know, start my business, to help me when I felt like I wasn't, am I, you know, I'm not doing enough as a parent, or I'm not good enough here, I'm not pretty enough there, like whatever it was. So for me, actually, for a lot of people, that fear of loneliness, for me, it, it didn't really, really exist. It, it was there because I wanted back the relationship that I had. I wanted back that companionship, like all of that stuff. But I really was very honest with myself that I knew that even though I wanted it to be this person, I knew it, it just couldn't be. I knew he was not capable. I knew that I was not right for him and he was not right for me. Like I did quickly come to these realizations. Um, I, I mean, they didn't happen overnight. So please don't take this and go, oh my God, she's so equipped to like get over it. Like, no, not at all. But those fears of being alone didn't really enter into my mind or those insecurities for me didn't enter into my mind because first off, I think I had my son and that was like just a really good distraction. But I've never been a very clingy relationship person where I need to jump and go into the next one. So I think when you don't have that, then you're not too fearful of being alone. Now, And I also didn't really have a rebound relationship. Like I didn't really end my divorce. I ended my divorce and I was going on dates, but I am just not a person to like get into a relationship just to get into a relationship. And I think rebound relationships are often what happen after you feel some serious heartbreak. And I remember in the beginning of my divorce and wanting so desperately to find someone new so I could just insert him into my life and get back to the life that I had. And a lot of people do this. They just can't deal. I don't want to say they can't deal because they very well can, but they don't want to deal with the pain or anything that they're feeling inside because of what they've gone through. And they don't realize that this new relationship isn't even good for them or right for them And there's no real genuine, you know, compatibility because they're not really looking for what is really right for them coming from a healthy space. They're coming from a space of trying to fill voids. And honestly, if you're unhealed, you're coming from that space. You're coming from the space of having a wound and wanting a relationship to give you validation, And have this person boost up your self esteem and have this person be this representation of something in your life that makes you feel like you're enough. So I think when, if you distract yourself from any amount of pain and if you don't get into that real, like, nitty gritty stuff of why am I with this person? Why do, and it's totally fine to want to be in a relationship, but. When you need to be in a relationship, when you fear that loneliness, when you have absolutely no idea what your wounds are, you guys, I can't even tell you that if you have no idea what your wounds are right now, you don't even realize that unconsciously you are living your life through those wounds, where you're looking for someone to heal you. And I mean, this is where narcissism comes into play. This is where codependency comes into play. It's, I think most people live their life operating from the space of, I want you to love me. I want you to think I'm enough. I want you to approve of me. I need someone to validate me. They are looking for all of these things outside of themselves because they literally just don't give it to themselves. The minute you start giving it to yourself, yes, it still feels amazing when you get it from the outside, but it doesn't weigh as heavy anymore. And that's when you can, you look past the nitty gritty, fluffy, you know, BS stuff and the surface level stuff in a relationship and you get to like the heart, the core of what it is that you're actually looking for, which is connection, compatibility, friendship, you know, all those things, whether the person respects you, whether you respect them. So if you're just going to avoid doing any of that work then you're gonna jump into another relationship really quickly and i think it's it's so many factors too it's so many pressures that I think sometimes we feel to be like hooked up with someone because the idea of just being alone means something, it means that I'm going to have a boring night, means that I'm going to be alone forever, means that, you know, no one finds me attractive, means that oh, I can't land a man. Like it just it means we put a meaning to it and it literally means nothing. You are just here enjoying your life. Yes, companionship is great, Um, And you can get a lot of really what you need from a relationship through friendship, through compatibility that doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship. Not saying that getting into a relationship is the most horrible thing in the world. No, it's a beautiful thing. I'm just also saying that being single is also a beautiful thing. And there are many amazing things that come from being single, but you have to be able to... You have to be able to see that, you have to be able to recognize it and be honest with yourself and not put this like huge desire that you have to be linked with someone, which the desire, it comes from stability, it comes from routine, it comes from what that relationship can provide you, security, safety, like all those things of what you think it means Now, when you look at the person who you think you're getting these things from, are they actually equipped to give you those things? And that's where you start to realize, actually, you're not that good for me. Actually, you couldn't provide any of those things for me. And to be honest, that helps you really to deal with heartbreak and it helps you to move on quicker than you would have if you hadn't come to those realizations. Discover the remarkable journey of Anonymous John. No one likes feeling alone, anxious, or overweight, but John refused to let his circumstances define him. When his weight ballooned to a staggering 600 pounds, he made a choice to take control of his life. He began documenting his journey in his journal, and after shedding his first 103 pounds, he decided to share his story with the world. Through his journal, he offers inspiration and hope to anyone struggling with similar challenges. If you're looking to be inspired and uplifted, the Anonymous John podcast is for you. Join us on this journey of transformation and visit our website, theanonymousjohn.com. I think most people when they're single too, they have this, especially in the beginning, like right after a divorce or right after a breakup, when you... Have a person who I don't want to say is weak, that's not what I mean, but just a person that maybe is spiteful or wants to hurt the other person because they wronged you. You know, in some cases, people may rush into another relationship to kind of prove a point where maybe they're seeking revenge or they want to make their ex partner jealous. And this kind of motive, honestly, is often. I mean, it's not healthy whatsoever. Let's just completely keep it real. And it doesn't matter if that relationship stays, if they stay together for like 50 years, they're not going to be in a healthy relationship. That's just it. And I think sometimes we look at relationships, whether your ex moved on really quickly or Um, or whatever. Maybe they did it out of revenge. Maybe they did it from being spiteful. Maybe you did it for revenge or being spiteful. So you can show this person, you know, look, you didn't break me, or look, I can get better than you. And it's like this ego game that's being played instead of saying, you know what? I actually just want to be healthy, and I just want to be happy, and I can do that regardless of a person standing right next to me. I mean, that's some balls. That's some badass stuff right there. And when you can feel that, You like literally, even just saying it, I'm like, Ooh, I feel like so empowered now. Like, I feel so good because that legit is the truth. It is you healing from so much stuff, from pressures that you have to link up, from your ex, from just getting into a relationship with anyone or just moping around, sulking, thinking that your life is completely over because now you're single. Now, if you're dealing with like real heartbreak and you're dealing with some stuff, then this is, yes, this will help you a little bit, but you still definitely need to heal. I mean, you know, let's be honest here. There's some tears, there's some frustration, there's some sadness that still needs to happen, but that's good because you're learning coping skills. You're learning how to heal from how you actually feel versus just denying how you feel and trying to get into like this revenge relationship where you can just be spiteful and show your ex like, you know, what they're missing. That's not what this is about. This is about you literally doing some really good work on yourself so you can be the healthiest you can be. The first thing for me was, I don't know if I necessarily knew that I was doing this, but now looking back, I... For sure, in the first couple years, was in a huge like discovery period where I was just getting focused on what what do I want to do now? Like, how do I want to feel? What do I want to do? What what you know? Whether it was like passions or hobbies or interests, or I want to go out for dinner, let me make some friends. Like, I think making friends was probably the biggest thing for me that got me out of my comfort zone because if you would have known me years ago. I was just not the social butterfly out of my group of friends. I was always the one that kind of just like go with the flow, but not do anything that I didn't want to do. I definitely had standards and boundaries. And if I didn't want to do something, I didn't do it. But I was not the I'm going to go up to him and talk to him or I'm going to go talk to those new people. It just that just like wasn't me. I was a little bit more like behind the scenes of just like, you know, observing. I'm an old soul. I was the grandma of the group pretty much. And for me to kind of like step out of my comfort zone in that way and put myself out there and make new mom friends or you know, meet people through meetup groups or, you know, different, any any opportunity where I met someone, you know, met a woman that I thought was like chill and I could go out for a drink with her. She seemed nice. Like I invited her. I made plans and I asked if she wanted to go. And honestly, like nine times out of 10, she wanted to go too because everyone needs more friends. That's just... That's just the way it is. Every person I think that I've ever been on the phone with that is single or that is going through a breakup, the first thing that's kind of on their mind is just like getting their life back together. And that's what this period was for me. It was like getting my life back together. It was figuring out what do I want to do on my days off where I don't have Ryan and he's with his dad. What do I want to do at night when I'm alone and I don't really have much to do. You know, he's in bed super early. So what was I going to do all night? I'm not a binge TV watcher. I was not going to mope around. And there's only so much cleaning of the house that you could possibly do. So for me, it was I started this business and I actually started it as a hobby. It wasn't anything that I just set out to be this crazy entrepreneur and start this whole bit. It wasn't anything like that for me. It was just like, OK, I really believe that I can help people. I really believe that I can do this. And... Again, with that, though, I had to get out of my own way. I had to to coach myself or parent myself through, okay, I'm going to write a blog and I'm going to talk about codependency. I'm going to talk about childhood wounds. Is anyone in my family going to read this? Is anyone going to hear this podcast? What are they going to think? Like, I had to move past all of that. And I think when you become super confident in who you are, when you put yourself out there this is where family and friends will start to kind of admire what you're doing versus thinking that there's something wrong for doing it or how could you or any of those, any kind of backlash that you could possibly get. You just don't get it when you're super confident in your ability to do the job, really. And I think that just kind of takes like practice and like owning who you are and what you're doing and that you're actually helping people. But that's like another side note. But for me, that self-discovery period was like absolutely huge. And this really, for me, it was where I kind of focused on personal development, like growth. And I really started getting into coaching and thinking about how can I, like what does it really mean to be healthy? What does it really mean to be super confident? What does it mean to be... How to deal with my anxieties. What does it mean to deal with my own insecurities? Like, what what does that actually look like? So figuring all of that out helped me, I'll tell you, just understanding all those concepts and how to take it to the next level, law of attraction, manifestation, motivation, like all those things. That's where I really felt empowered. This is where like life was really starting to feel really freaking good because now I'm starting to set goals, And now I'm actually not only achieving them, but I'm at least like working towards them. And just working towards the goal is enough for all of us sometimes. It's where you feel like you're making progress. So this is where I was focusing on my career. I was focusing on goals that I want to set no matter how small or big. And this is where life started getting better. It's where I started creating healthier friendships and letting some friendships go and, and letting some family members go and replacing those unhealthy relationships with better quality relationships. Um, this is where like real healing began, where I started to really forgive people Forgive myself, forgive people like for how I felt like they wronged me or they did, or, you know, I wish that they were different. Like I stopped, there's no blaming, there's no finger pointing. I just really started to understand not only myself, but other people. And it gave me a huge, like, honestly, a huge weight was lifted. Like legit freedom. Because I felt, I didn't feel sad or angry. And again, this doesn't mean that I don't still I don't feel anything for anything that I've ever gone through. No. If you catch I tell clients all the time, I'm like, dude, you catch me on a bad day where I haven't eaten or it's that time of the month, like, yeah, I might shed a tear. And there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that you haven't healed. It means you're human and you're doing normal human things that you should be doing, which is feeling emotions. Um, but it's not something That trips me up. It's not something that stays with me all day, every day. It just doesn't have that kind of weight in my life anymore. So whether it was like hobbies and interests, whether it was focusing on just self-care, I mean, ugh, I was knee deep into taking care of myself. Like, Eating well, exercising, meditating, acupuncture, mani petties every week, facials all the time, getting massages. Like I dove knee deep into just like taking care of myself at that point. And it felt so incredibly good to just do me. Like I felt great. There were definitely, you know, that Tuesday night where I'd feel a little lonely. Absolutely. And I would shed the tear if I needed to, but then I made sure that I moved on with my night and I reminded myself that I'm not going to stay here forever. So just enjoy where you are right now because there is going to come a moment where you're going to want this moment back. So even when you're in a relationship, a relationship is amazing. But there's always a moment where you're like, man, I just wish I had the house to myself tonight, right? And I could just be on the couch with my dog and like do my thing. So enjoy where you are and just control that mind a little bit. Like not control it because you're not gonna be able to do that, but pivot it. When it's going in a direction that it shouldn't be going to, you have the free will to pivot where it goes next. And that's what this is about. Like literally being single has nothing more to do than you just learning who you are and what you want next. A big part of what I went through, and I honestly, what I still go through, I mean, I'm not single anymore, but it was just about learning who I am, accepting myself, helping myself through situations, learning how to parent myself, goal setting, and we're always goal setting. This isn't just about like healing and rebuilding after a divorce, it's about healing and rebuilding constantly. Because you're constantly in periods of reinvention. You're constantly in periods where you're examining who you are, where you are in life, where you want to go next. And I'm telling you, I I mean, everything in my practice has to do with goal setting. And we're constantly talking about it because no matter if it's like a huge goal or just a little goal, like I want to feel a little happier, you know, I want to feel a little bit more confident or, hey, I want to make a million dollars, no matter what it is. If you set it, now you're gonna learn how to get there and breaking down a goal into small steps that once you know that skill, you are literally unstoppable because now you can really, you can do anything actually, but you can find a great relationship. You can make millions of dollars. You can have a great business that you feel fulfilled in. You can have the house that you've always wanted, but also don't get sidetracked with going from A to Z you're not going to go from A to Z. You're going to have to go from A to B, maybe back to A for a minute. Like it is a journey to get to where you want to be. But if you can balance learning how to be happy where you are while still looking forward and planning and goal setting and working towards that, if you can have that sweet little dance of doing those two things, then life will always feel good. So you guys, I hope that this helps anyone out there who's kind of like in the thick of it. Whether you're feeling lonely, whether you just got divorced or going through a breakup, I know if you are listening to me, you're probably like, "Oh my god, I can't even imagine myself being there right now," but you 100% will. And if you've been single for a while, like make sure that you take the time every day to like redirect your mind. Make sure it does not pull you down rabbit holes. Like that is the discipline that is your responsibility to make sure that you don't allow you don't allow your mind to just do whatever it wants to do at any point. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you guys next week. Take care.